It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. We are live right here on the YouTube channel, so make sure you click the button below to subscribe. That way, you get notified each and every time we drop a new episode. And you may wonder, well... Where can I find you elsewhere? Guess what? Just simply go on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at Wrestling Realm. Follow my personal page at Brian H. Waters. Both handles, you know, both places. But then also subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. We are there. And guess what? We've just been informed that we are now on Pandora radio so make sure you check us out over there as well um where you can get all the latest updates so and of course like i said we have a facebook fan group so you could definitely check us out there as well just go on facebook search the wrestling realm jump in the conversation a lot of intelligence that going right there because that's what we do folks so now we got somebody in the chat it's my man dave what up dave appreciate you checking out the show joining me live let's talk ladies and gentlemen i i hate to do it but it's gotta be it's gotta be a tapped out it just has to here's our tapped out segment of the week folks at the time of this recording and as my clock says 10 10 p.m. WrestleMania 36 is hanging in the balance. It is a possibility that the show will be canceled. Here's why. There's a thing called COVID-19 running wild all over the world. It's, you know, you can check your sources. There's a few maps out there. That'll let you know exactly where this virus is. Nobody knows how to cure it. Nobody knows what to do. So everybody has to play it safe. Quite frankly, the WWE will be meeting with Tampa officials tomorrow. Or maybe they're, I believe they're meeting or maybe there will be a meeting. Nonetheless, there will be a meeting. And then they will decide what to do. Just a few minutes ago. The National Basketball Association have officially suspended the season. I know we usually don't break other news here on Break It Down with Brian H. And what a two-year anniversary episode this is. 
However, it is official that the National Basketball Association, the NBA, has suspended the season. And they'll meet to figure out how to go about that. Because one of their players, Rudy Gobert, has officially tested positive for COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. So certainly we send out our prayers out to him. I just and anybody else who has it. I also got word before going live that Tom Hanks has it. So my prayers, thoughts and prayers go out. That is why WrestleMania is hanging in the balance. I know some people don't like to hear that. Some people don't want to take it serious. But it's I mean it is what it is. It could WrestleMania nine times out of ten. If I had to take a guess, I would have to say that I believe WrestleMania will be canceled tomorrow or, or postponed. There's also talks it could be postponed to a later date. As you know, we get ready to get into the summer. We got money in the bank coming up. We got SummerSlam, two huge pay-per-views. What does that mean for them? You know, <coughs> excuse me. What does that mean for them? We have, um, what else? I mean, man, we, we got, like I said, we got money in the bank. We got um, a lot of indie shows. That's what, you know, I'm thinking about. A lot of these indie shows that will not be able to run. Because WWE is going to get their money. Now, the president has suspended all flights internationally. So nobody can go over to Europe and what have you. I would think maybe they're not allowing people from Europe over into the United States. I was on Wrestling With Johnner's podcast the other day. Shout out to my man, John. He said he came over for WrestleMania 34. He's from the UK. So this is a time of year where a lot of people come over to watch the WWE for WrestleMania. It's a huge trip for a lot of people. So, you know, I'm not... um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm expecting this to be postponed. Safety first. You know, we love wrestling, but it's not worth dying over, folks. But, you know, and and Dave just sent me a, a message, a question. You know, we'll get to From the Realm, but this regards to this right here. Because Roger asked, that's going to be on From the Realm. So I'll answer that question right now. Yes, Roger, I do think WrestleMania will be canceled. Dave is asking, do you think WrestleMania could be played in an empty arena? If it was another show, yeah. But I think they, the WWE wants that fan experience. Now, here's what I would suggest. That you take some of these matches, some of your lower level matches, and you put them in an empty arena match. You know, perhaps your Riot Squad versus, you know, if, like I believe the Riot Squad are going to take on each other in a triple threat match. You put that in the empty arena match. You take um, the ladder match that you were going to do for the Intercontinental Championship. More than likely, you were probably going to do that. Maybe they wasn't, but you put the Intercontinental Championship on the line. I think your big money matchups, your Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar, your Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, you hold that off, you keep building towards that. Your... Um, AJ Styles and Undertaker, Edge and Randy Orton, those matches hold off. Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, their whole storyline is based on WrestleMania. You know, Charlotte's saying, like, as good as you are, and, I, and that's where I was getting ready to get into next. You know, 
Now, Charlotte's uh, telling Rhea, you know, as good as you are, that you never wrestled at WrestleMania. It's a whole different ball game. So this is not a match you want to have in an empty arena because that's the psyche of Charlotte. She's reminding Rhea, hey, I'm in your head because I'm used to it. I've main evented WrestleMania. I've won in front of 100,000 people when I became women's champion. You're used to wrestling in front of these thousands of fans on NXT. What are you going to do when the lights are on? And we saw that this past Monday on Raw, Charlotte would come out there and, you know, talk trash and Rhea popped in the mouth. They got into a scrap again on NXT tonight. Charlotte hit her with the figure four around the goalpost. Reminded, you know, something her daddy well, was more. Bret Hart did this more, I believe, than Ric Flair. Let me know if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure you guys will. But I believe Bret did this way more than Ric Flair did. So, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to this match. I love the way this is building. Do not let them wrestle. Do not have a tag team match, please. I want to see them square up in the ring. Yes, they. I believe they was in a tag team match before the Survivor Series because, if I'm not mistaken, Rhea pinned Sasha, uh, Shayna, and Becky on the way, or Bailey, or something like that. She had beat all these ladies leading up to, you know, in that championship weekend that she had. So that's what I want to see. What are they going to do right here? Um, not championship weekend, Survivor Series weekend. No, it could have been Bailey. You know, maybe she did get Charlotte. Nonetheless, I want to see this happen, this match happen right now. So, let's move on. We're sticking with the women. We got number one contenders. Or, I guess we don't have number one contenders. We got Mia Yim and Tegan Knox. Go, uh, they both won their prospective matches. They will be in the number one contendership at TakeOver Tampa. You know, we will continue to show as if everything's going to happen. They will be in the uh, show at TakeOver Tampa. So, I really like this. I like Mia Yim uh, going out there. Um, thought she did a good job. She still had, uh, you know, in her match with Dakota Kai, I thought it was I thought it was solid. And Dakota Kai has an enforcer. And it just reminds me of Shawn Michaels and Diesel all over again. I love it. Um, and you know, Dakota Kai was like HBK, that lovable baby face beforehand. Now, she's out there and she's taking on, you know, she's become a heel. And now she has a big, uh, uh, you know, a huge bodyguard. Who's going to do something with that woman? So, but Mia Young was able to get the victory. Uh, and Tegan Knox also getting a win over Deanna Perrazzo. I like Deanna Perrazzo's presentation now. Like I said, I've watched her on the indies. I always thought she was skilled. It's just a lot of times I just thought she was bland in personality. But I think the way she's presented, she looks a lot better. Now I want to see where they go with her next. I tell you, next week, Candice LeRae, Mercedes Martinez. That is a match I am definitely looking forward to. I think that will be phenomenal. So, uh, it says uh, maybe experiencing... Uh, buffer, so I apologize. This will obviously be this show will be available on demand. So if you missed part of it, you can definitely go back and watch it. So, how about the bruiser, the broser weights retaining the tag team championships this past week against the undisputed era in the main event of the evening? But before that, we saw 
Velveteen Dream stand up and let Adam Cole know he's coming after him. He's coming for that NXT championship. If there's a guy who could dethrone him, it could be the Velveteen Dream. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but I do think when it does, I think that's when the Undisputed Era perhaps goes to the main roster. No, don't do it right now. I, I don't want to see that because I feel like they're going to not be the same, but it could be wrong. But I do think um, I'm going to see how this plays out because I could see the dream coming up just short in a match with Adam Cole. Adam Cole is now will be by the time this goes out, the longest reigning NXT champion. And, you know, I posted some clips earlier today. And one of the things I said was, who are, you know, who's the top, uh, you know, it was, it was a clip from, from the realm back in season one, Shonda Shark Williams asked, who would become NXT champion first? Would it be the Velveteen Dream or would it be Adam Cole? I picked Adam Cole and I looked, I said, hey, guess what? I'm right. Make sure you follow the realm on Twitter. You can see that clip. So, moving on. Finn Balor shows his passport. You know what that means? He is going over to. He is going over to um, NXT UK to take on Walter, meaning he's going to call him out. This is a match that has to happen at TakeOver Tampa. I think this is going to be phenomenal. I, you know, I, I've said this, like, Balor is, belongs in NXT. He says it's like Broadway. I mean, it just fits him. Yes, he's the first WWE Universal Champion. You do wonder, what if he never got hurt? How far would he have went with that? He got hurt. We got Kevin Owens. Obviously, I enjoyed that. But I do wonder all the time, what would have happened if we would have got Finn Balor. So, but folks, I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. I got a quick, sh uh, I'm going to go back. You know, it's International Women's Month. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a former, uh, earlier interview that I had with my good friend Amber Rodriguez on an episode of Wrestling for the Culture. And here's that. I'll be back after this. What was the moment? Like, was there one moment, there, a single moment where you said, it is time, and you you knew it was like there was like you was invested a hundred percent all in on coming back. Honestly, I gotta say, like when I saw my best friend Nala Rose do her thing, and she she made it like she's so big now, and I'm so happy for her. Like, please don't get this misunderstood. Like, I'm mm. so happy for her, but it got me wondering, like, man, like. What if I had stuck to it? You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's just, I want it for myself. I want to stop wondering what if this is for me. So I'm glad you brought up Nyla when you told her, because knowing her, I don't know her as well as everybody else does. But one thing I do know is that you two have a very, very tight bond and friendship. So knowing yeah. that, I'm pretty sure she was stoked. But go into uh, her reaction. Tell us what she said when you. Well, I mean, I think it was when I was telling her that I wanted to do this promo. Like that's when I was like, 
I want to get back into it, but I don't want to just jump back into wrestling. Like, I don't want to just, you know, be low key about it. Like, I want to kind of build up that moment. And that's when the thought of me doing this promo came up. And we was talking about it. I mean, she was the biggest one, like, telling me that I would come back. Like, I remember, um, I think it was like four years ago when I was just so, like, just done, you know what I mean? And that was the first thing she said, oh, you'll be back. <laughs> and then here we are. And I'm back, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. Go on YouTube right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can catch that full interview. So, now, let's see where we at in the rundown. AEW. Let's talk some AEW. Jake the Snake Roberts last week told us that he was going to have a client. You know, we saw him show up with Cody Rose. We thought, okay, here's another legend. But they called him out. And then this week he unveiled Lance Archer. This is all I need to see. I'm excited to see where they go with this. Cody's one of the people on AEW. He's a star. He's somebody that you want to see what he's doing, where he's going, who he's going to face next. I do wish that he did not create that stipulation. I wish he didn't create that stipulation about not having a, um, not being involved in a championship match. Like, why? I understand part of it is like, you don't want your ego. You don't want people to even think. But no, that was not necessary. So, but I'm definitely interested to see what they do here. They need stars. And this is going to be exciting. I see RF Gaming Channel. Great conversation on Wrestle Around Facebook group. Could Money in the Bank date become the new Mania date? Um, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and answer that right now and say probably not. I'll tell you this, really, I'm going to be biased. I hope not because Money in the Bank is supposed to be right here in Baltimore. And I want to go. <laughs> Quite frankly, I want to go. Now, it is, I believe it's in June, maybe July. So hopefully not. But if it is, you know, I'll get a chance to go. You know, hopefully, maybe I can go. It'll be after school and all that other stuff. But I hope not. Hope is not at that time. So. But, yeah, I'm very excited back to AEW. And then, um, you know, sticking with there, the women. The Big Swole came out to address Britt Baker. You know, every week Britt Baker's been coming out there, harassing Tony Schiavone, talking about this, talking about that. And it's honestly, quite frankly, it's been annoying. But, and I said, I tweeted this and I posted it. I said, she has go away heat. Like, okay, we had enough of you. We don't want to see you. But then guess what? She comes out there and um, here comes a big swole and they exchange words and she let her know. And then Britt just had to say something about her husband. No, she's I mean her boyfriend. She goes, you know, your boyfriend. You no, know, That's the only wrestler anybody in your family cares about. Then she reminded her 
I'm married, baby. Now, I don't know. Maybe there's some underlying thinking, underlying stuff going on here. Perhaps Britt Baker wants to get married. Maybe she revealed that to her and Big Swole turned it around to use it against her. Nonetheless, real or fake, or excuse me, real or not, storyline or not, this is going to be interesting. I want to see how far they go with this. This is a few... Britt Baker needs a dance partner. I've been saying that over and over again because coming out there insulting Tony Schiavone has been getting annoying. When she came out there, she was a dentist. They reminded her that she was a dentist. That was annoying. They made her a baby face. That was annoying. But now putting her in a feud with Big Swole is believable. Now, I want to see how far this goes. I want to see... This lead to the next challengers for the NA, uh, excuse me, the AEW Women's Championship. So, only time will tell. Keith Lee, how about him tonight? Took on, um, what's his name? He took on Cameron uh, Brahms for the uh, NXT Championship, uh, NXT North American Championship, excuse me, and he would retain his title. But afterwards, he was attacked by Damian Priest. And then Dominic Dijakovic would come out there to assist him. But because he was attacked from behind, he thought it was Dijakovic. I mean, it would make sense, right? Dijakovic came up short against him for the title. Why not attack him while, he's back, while his back is turned? <coughs> Excuse me. With that being said, Keith Lee would attack him. And now everybody's confused. Like, whoa, Keith, what you doing? This makes sense. I think this leads to probably a triple threat match again. For the title, perhaps a fatal four-way match at TakeOver in Tampa. And I think Dajakovic gets it. I don't think Keith Lee holds on to the title that long because I think he'll be propelled to the main roster soon. Kind of like Ricochet. You know, Ricochet didn't get that NXT championship. He won title and then moved on. More of him later. So, but, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely... NXT, obviously, it's been great to watch each and every week. You know, we saw Tomasa Ciampa and Johnny Gargano going at it tonight. Uh, Ciampa came out there. He had something to say. And Johnny Gargano reminded him. He reminded the people. Look, he was the bad guy. He was the worst person in NXT history. But all of a sudden, y'all came and y'all cheered for him after all this. Which absolutely made no sense. When you think about it, you think about all that Tommaso Ciampa has done. I've said over and over again, he was the best heel in wrestling. Period. And then he comes back, all of a sudden, we're cheering him. You know, it's that return pop. And Gargano reminded us of that. And that's why he did what he did. And the two would go all over the place, all over the performance center. Boy, you already know they're going to steal the show. I mean, this is money. When they go down and break down feuds, they're going to talk about Hogan and uh, Savage. They're going to talk about uh, Rock and Austin. They're going to talk about Undertaker and Kane, John Cena and Randy Orton. And then they're going to talk about Ciampa and Gargano because that is a feud that you can always go back to and make money. So... Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I know I'm, I've been excited about 
quite a few things in wrestling, but this is one of those feuds that you could always go back to because it just works. And now you flipped it. You made Gargano the bad guy. It's like, whoa, you know, and like Shark said on his show, why, <laughs> why would you ask Gargano why? Did you not pay attention? There's never a reason to say, why did you do what you just did? And he let us know. You constantly disrespected me, my family, X, Y, Z. So now the inner circle, they letting people know they're not to be messed with. Jericho lost the title, but he didn't disappear. They attacked one of the young bucks. I want to say it was Nick Jackson. I get them mixed up, folks. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I know the bucks like that. But um, yeah, they attacked him and, and, and had him bleeding from the mouth. And that would lead to the, you know, at the end of the night, they would come back and seek revenge. But it was the inner circle standing tall. This is a heel group. This is a heel group I love. I just want to see others step up to their level. Now, I know they got this group with Pac. I'm interested to see where they're going. So, this is definitely going to be fun nonetheless. So, I'm going to go ahead and take another break. Got a this week on breaking through the glass ceiling. My other podcast, which you can find same place you find the wrestling realm, just different channel. Obviously, I got my boy Michael Lyle coming on. Check him out. I call him your mentor's favorite mentor. This is the guy that you're talking to right now. This is the guy that's been this way since day number one. Okay. I am not some celebrity journalist. I'm just like everybody else in this business. We're all trying to make our ends meet. We're trying to make a living, an honest living. We're all trying to survive and just make ourselves happy with what we chose as a professional career, do our best work, and like we just mentioned, just keep passing on and just making sure that anybody that's in the struggle. You saw recently that one of my mentees was just become a, just became a member of the UNDJ, and we were on the phone about this for the last couple of weeks. She was struggling trying to figure out what she wanted to do with her professional career. And I told her, you should join the NABJ. And you mm-hmm. saw what happened when it became a topic on Twitter. She was trending. I said, now you see what happens? Now you're trending. Now you got the door open because now people know who you are. That's why you should join the NABJ because now you got people like your mentor who know other people that then say, I know this sister or I know this brother. Give them a shot to give them a job. You let, know, them people- sit, let them show you what they can do. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, that was my boy, Michael Lau. Make sure you get ready to tune in to that episode. Drops this Monday on Breaking Through Glass Ceiling Found, brought to you by B Waters Productions. So, speaking of B Waters Productions, man, I tell you, this, uh, fortunately, this coronavirus, COVID 19, is causing my phone and watch to blow up. But, um, now it's time to go. Around the net. Around the net brought to you by B Waters Productions. If you're looking to get an event filmed or 
high quality pictures you want professional quality simply go on instagram at b waters productions and visit www.brianhwaters.com to book b waters productions for your event so we start off with booker t he was the first one first one i know of that i read wrestling promotion to cancel a show he canceled his shows that's taking place this week so you know in light of the coronavirus so we'll um you know as of now the tweet says that this show's plan to go on as far as wrestlemania weekend is concerned that is the end of march but we'll find out obviously um james uh harrison they used to call him debo used to former player for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has now continuing his acting career in the world of professional wrestling. He'll be taking, uh, I should say, yeah, he will be in a new show called Heels with a Z that will air on stars. It's a pro wrestling series. So congratulations to him. Obviously, I was not a fan of James Harrison. Why? Because he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm a Ravens fan, and he gave us the blues, especially Joe Flacco. When Flacco was our quarterback. AJ Styles has called out The Undertaker. He would go on WWE backstage this past Tuesday. Indicating that he was saying all the stuff that fans have been saying. As far as you had a moment at WrestleMania when you raised your hand. I just said that a few weeks ago, right? About how WrestleMania 33 just wasn't the same and we had these moments but then they took it away from us because the undertaker decided to come back well aj styles brought that up and you know then he would and he jumped out of kayfabe and just basically said look i want to learn what i can from him you know he's he's, learn, he, he's not at the age where he can't learn anymore so he wants that match with the undertaker that's why man i really hope they can find a cure for this virus obviously for obvious reasons but man i really want to see this match um, I, I want you guys. I want to ask you guys a question. If AJ Styles was younger, no. If Undertaker was younger, could this match be better than AJ Styles or Shawn Michaels and Undertaker? Let me know what you think. Charlotte Flair was uh did an interview where she said she discussed how she started doing the figure eight. Said she got the idea to bridge the figure four. From Sarah Mato, formerly known as Sarah Del Rey. And then, after doing the figure eight, uh, um, well, after doing it, Simon Gotch named the move the figure eight because he said it's twice as nice. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. Um, obviously, she used it to end Oscar streak, as you see right there on the screen. She used it to end Oscar streak at WrestleMania 30, uh, 34. One of my favorite WrestleMania matches. I, it's my top five, you know, and guess what? Because it's my show, I'm going to tell you my top five WrestleMania matches, personally. So you guys say what you want, but these are my personal top five WrestleMania matches. WrestleMania 1, I mean, WrestleMania 28, The Rock vs. John Cena. Why? It's simply because it's my first main event. Just that's all you need to know. Um, then WrestleMania 35, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. A beautiful match. Just absolutely beautiful. WrestleMania 34. <laughs> yes, uh, WrestleMania 34, Charlotte versus Oscar. That was one of them. Then there was, you know, the other one was Interchange. But um, WrestleMania 18, 
Hogan versus Rock. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't even have to ask why. You know, as a child, it was just phenomenal, to say the least. You know, and then my fifth favorite WrestleMania match of all time, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. Now, for the longest time, I'm not going to lie, I was saying, oh, yeah, the match at WrestleMania 26 was better, yada, yada, yada. But I'm not fooling myself. I go back. <laughs> I got to go back. It's, it's, I, I'll go with the majority on this one. But uh, now, moving on, Gronk has officially, no, he's getting close to signing a deal with the WWE. Back in August, he was quoted saying, you know, sure, he would like to do it maybe five years down the line, you know, maybe a match here or there, you know, a cool spot, but where the street is that he will be signing a deal. Now, I'm not a Gronk fan because he played for the Patriots, but... I am interested to see what he does here. Who knows? Maybe it'll be cool. I don't know. I'm not going to hate on him no more. It was a cool spot when he came in the ring at WrestleMania 33. The crowd in Orlando popped for it when he knocked out Jinder Mahal. This is actually a few months before Jinder would become WWE champion. Um, but, yeah, you know, he celebrated with Mojo Riley. So, that is this week's Around the Net. Now, it's time to answer your questions. You know what that means? It's time to come from the realm. And now for our from the realm segment, where I answer your questions from the Facebook fan page, the Facebook group page, and the Twitter at Wrestling Realm. From the realm this week, our first question comes from my boy, Shark, Sean the Shark Williams. You know Sean by now. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's on here last week. And his question is, how worried should we be for a guy like Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano or other NXT heavy hitters on the main roster when WWE and Vince especially seem to blow it with guys like Aleister Black and Ricochet? Shark, I'm going to be honest with you. Here's the thing. Alistair Black, to me, didn't have a character that's extremely marketable, nor did he have a character that was, I ain't going to say fully developed. To me, he's like, he had that cult-like following. So, I don't know if they blew it, but to me, he just hasn't found himself. Ricochet, the same thing I was afraid of was that his height. Hate to be that guy. But I thought his height was going to get him. You know? Um, and sure enough, eventually it would. Now, I do think there's time for him to bounce back. This could be a humbling experience. This could be a test to see how humble he can remain. But, and I know a lot of people like to say Triple H, how far does Triple H fight for these guys when they get to the main roster, you know? And gals, that's what I want to know. But as far as Gargano, I would be afraid for because I'm not sure how a large audience will love him. No, Adam Cole is money. And I know my guy Terrence out there doesn't think so. He thinks he's a... Poor man, Shawn Michaels. 
But nonetheless, so be it. I think Adam Cole, I've said this time and time again, I think he will main event WrestleMania one day. He has the charisma. He has the looks. He has the moveset. So I'm not worried about him because I think if you tried to hold him down, you couldn't. Um, But with the exception of a guy like Roman Reigns and to an extent Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins, you look at it and you're like, man, how many of these NXT stars have really came up and had a huge impact? Now, you go back to WrestleMania 31. I know Triple H said that every match except him and Sting had a player from NXT in it. And I got to go back and look at the full card. But it just, it does make you wonder, you know, a guy like Rusev. Rusev seemed like he was going to be there, but then for whatever reason, they say, "Uh uh-uh. So I don't know, man. But you you have a good point. And I understand your questions. So, but let's move on because Shark, of course, has another question. His second question, if my computer, oh, come on. All right, yeah, second question is, with that stupid caged pet fake spider angle after Drew McIntyre crushed it, what's next for Eric Rowan? Shark. (laughs) I said the same thing the other night. I don't know. You know, we talked about this. The Wyatt family, they haven't been the same. And I don't know what's next for Eric Rowan. I hope he gets repackaged. I thought, I mean, I don't, this is a big guy. And he has that big man sort of charisma where you you don't need him to say much. You know, just let him go out there and just dominate, throw people around. For goodness sake, like the Viking experience, you know, when they came out, it was, remember, I was looking through old shows, and I remember when you asked me when they was going to finally get competition. Now they are, you know, they won the tag titles at one point. Just let Rowan do that. Rowan should be in, he should be going for championships. He should be challenging Lesnar or waiting up next for Drew McIntyre, not getting squashed by McIntyre so McIntyre can have warm-up matches. Come on, man. So, I don't know. So, his next question is. Oh, come on. Pull up. All right. There we go. Next question from Shark. What stipulation would you use for Orton versus Edge? Guaranteed. Neither guy is going to play by the rules. Uh, Just simple no disqualification. I don't think there needs to be a ladder, a cage, a weapons. Just simple no disqualification. No extreme rules because then you're forced to get the weapons. Just let these guys go out. Maybe uh, false count anywhere if I had to choose something. But I think, you know, if this is the video game, I'm going into the settings and I'm turning this off. Let this match be no disqualification. I'm turning off disqualification. I'm turning off countouts. Let that be it. And let these two guys go at it. That's what, you know, if this was a shoot, you would see probably a knockout the way we did at SummerSlam. But it's not a shoot. So just keep it keep it simple. So, and then let's see. What else we got here? Next question. Oh, come on. All right, Roger, we answered that earlier. I think WrestleMania will be postponed. I won't say canceled. 
And then the last question. This over from my boys over at View from the Top Rope. Make sure you check out their podcast. Very good one. Um, my boys. Um, my, I'm about to draw a blank. Chad and Diesel. So, question is, with last week's reveal of Rowan's spider, and now this week with the subsequent destruction by McIntyre, what is the best time? What is the best time? What is the best time an angle has been dropped for being idiotic and horrible? Um, this is going to be a sensitive one, but I was trying to think about this, and I have to say, best time was simply when Vince McMahon was dead. I thought that was stupid. I remember at the time people turning away from it, you know, and this is the early, early days of like the internet, but I remember like meeting wrestler fans and they said, man, you know, after that, I was just kind of through it. I didn't like it. So that's where I'm at with that one. That is the one. That is the one I have to say that was just, no, you, you don't play with death. And unfortunately, at the unfortunate passing of Chris Benoit that forced the WWE's hand. So that was what I have to say. That was the, that was it, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, other than that, yeah, that was the first one that came to mind. And you know, if I think of something else, you know, cause I thought about this and I was doing a lot of stuff. I was like, no, I can't think of nothing worse, you know, but if I do, I'll definitely tweet about it. I'll talk about it on the show. So, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on the two year anniversary of breaking down with Brian H. Thank you so much. Everybody who's tuned in, you know, I mean, these two years have been amazing. Like I said, you know, you go back and look at the show. It's made quite a few changes from being in one place to another. It's been, like I said earlier before times I've taken the show on the road with traveling for work. I've did the show from Chicago at one point. I did the show from New Orleans, you know, and I'm definitely looking to get back out there. Some of these indie shows to connect with some wrestlers. I got some more interviews I got coming up down the rank. So and then if there's somebody you want me to interview, let me know. I'll try to do that. Um, it's definitely been fun. It's been a fun ride. We're getting ready for season three. Um, and I'm just excited. You know, it's, like we'll say this is the first episode of season three. But uh, shout out to the real Dwayne Allen for all the support. If I need him to jump on the show, he'll do it if he's available. But obviously, you know, the previews, shout out to my brother Hugh. When I put together the logo, he was, you know, he kind of went over it and he said, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? So, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, there are times where I'm like, man, you know what? I don't feel like recording. And, you know, I mean, anybody who does podcasting or shows, they'll tell you that that's going to happen. There's going to be nights where you don't feel like it. There's going to be nights where you're like, yo, I just, I ain't got it tonight. Then there's going to be like some super nights where you're like very excited. And I'm excited to now be able to go live uh, right here on YouTube. So I think that's going to be cool. You know, I was thinking about maybe I'll do some Facebook lives, do some podcasts live right on Facebook. We'll see. But make sure... That if you do not know, you are following the Wrestling Realm simply by going on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
you know, we are there. Subscribe to the show, right? Uh, like, click the button. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Click the button. Turn bell notifications on, man. Just do it. You know, turn the bell notifications on. That's all you got to do. You know, follow us on Twitter. Talk to us, you know. There's everything right there that you need. So, until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.